What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Black Geek Cool Podcast, where we talk about comic book news and sometimes anime uh, news from the past week. <laughs> I messed that up, but I'm keep going. I'm your host, Gershon. This is episode 52. And before we get into it, please, if you can, go ahead and hit the like button. Uh, go rate the podcast five stars or wherever you're listening to it. Pocket Cast, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and rank it five stars or hit a like on the podcast if you're listening to it on YouTube. Also, if you could, write a review for the podcast. Uh, apparently, that helps a lot. So write a review if you're listening to it on like Anchor, Spotify, or Pocket Cast, or iTunes, Uh it could be a very simple review, like, hey, I like this podcast, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, appreciate good reviews, but a review is a review, so do that if you can. Uh, also, check out the Black Geek Cool Patreon. Consider becoming a patron, get some cool rewards, and it helps out the channel. But with all that out the way, guys, uh, let's dive into this week's news. First up, small screen news. So, Artemis Fowl, as I told you before on a different podcast, it is going straight to streaming. Um, it's actually going straight to Disney+. Plus. It's not doing the video on demand. It's going straight to Disney+. Plus. So, if you have Disney+, Plus, you get to watch it for free, basically. And we found out that that's coming June 12th. Uh a little bit two months away so we get to check that movie out if you saw the trailers i'm not gonna lie to you i don't know what this movie's about apparently it's a book about um a master thief who has a son who teaches him all his master thief stuff who was bad and then turns good that's somewhat of the premise or at least that's what i heard the premise is about i seen the trailer it looks very weird, but not weird good, just weird weird. Um, but it's on Disney Plus, and I get that for free, so I probably will check it out. <laughs> just like I plan on checking out Code 8, I believe it's called, on um, Code 8, I think it's called, on Netflix. Of course, my Netflix is also not working. I think that's the name of it. Let me see. I think it's Code 8. I could be wrong. Yeah, Code 8, which is, it's basically, I think I'm, I might review it if I get time to watch it. I still got to watch the Mortal Kombat movie. But quick synopsis of Code 8 from the trailer I saw, because it looked really cool. People who do that have superhero powers are like low cat, low class citizens. They're like day workers, and you only can use your powers when you're working or something like that. And then there's a special police unit. It looks cool. It looks interesting. Um, dude from Arrow who played Casey Jones in the Ninja Turtles reboot movie. He is in the movie with his brother. It looks interesting. I'm definitely I definitely want to check it out. Let me know if you guys want me to review it too. In other news, they did it. They canceled San Diego Comic Con for 2020. This was expected. Um they were pushing it off as long as they could. 
I think they were pushing off to kind of keep some of the money that already had came in. But that's just my opinion. But they did cancel it. So this is the first time, I think, in like 50 years, there will not be a San Diego Comic-Con. This is a terrible historical moment. Kind of sucks. I'm pretty sure some people probably still try to get together um, at that time or do something. Don't do that. (laughs) Um, Supposed to be staying in, staying safe. So try to do that. You could always do something virtually. We could do something online. We could do a big, like, Comic-Con would have gone tour at your house or something where you just show off your nerd stuff, geek collection, stuff like that. We get into, like, a room or something like that, a virtual room, communicate with each other, talk comics, talk shows, talk movies, talk all the geeky stuff we love. And we could do it safely. Just just putting that out there. Somebody want to run with that idea? Go ahead. Give me a little credit. I don't need full credit. A little credit be just fine. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, no Comic-Con this year. So, it, that's a big blow for our community. It's a big blow. A lot of things get, get premiered at Comic-Con. A lot of new people get, you know, recognized. They're introducing shows, all that good stuff. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen now. Uh, it sucks, but it's the world we live in right now. In other news, Disney is still looking to uh, start production for Moon Knight in November. Um, I think they got a working title, too, but I didn't write it down. I didn't write it down. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're still... Um, Working on doing starting production for Moon Knight in November, which is cool. Hopefully, things uh, kind of calm down to where they can do it. Like I, I'm, I'm all about being safe and staying home. But yes, I would like to eventually things return back to what we consider normal. Um, this is definitely going to change the world as we know it. Uh, it might be small, subtle changes, might be big changes, but things are going to change and we're going to have a new type of normal, but I definitely would like to get out the house, uh, and go do fun stuff and be able to be around more than one person (laughs) that I'm not related to. Uh, but I would like us to be safe too. And I think leaving too soon might be, uh, dangerous. So we probably should you know, hunker down for a little longer. Yes, I know some people, uh, well, I don't want to get into all that. We're here, we're here to talk about comic stuff. Um, so let's move on to the next thing. Uh, Disney Plus is releasing a Mandalorian documentary on May 4th. Like, everybody's like, Disney needs to have some new stuff. Well, they got something new here. I don't know if this was Something they had planned earlier or something that they were like, we already kind of shot some of this stuff. We could just, you know, do some narrating on behind the scenes stuff and put this out to have something new that we technically already shot. And all we need is, you know, good audio from people and we can make it look good. Uh, We take some cuts and some just talks. I mean, this is footage they clearly had around. I don't know if they meant to do a documentary, but then, you know, with the coronavirus, all that happening, 
this popped up idea like well we could do this for this and of course it's coming out may 4th perfect time star wars you gotta have something new for star wars and they're gonna deliver um i'm hearing from people that not me per se but that have worked on it that know about it say it's gonna be a good documentary so i definitely will probably be checking that out uh when that comes out sorry i pushed something and i had to make sure i was still recording <laughs> uh you know I'm, I'm terrible at doing podcasts sometimes i'm still new even though i've got i mean i'm 52 episodes in I'm still still to learn something, you know what I mean. Um, in other news, I finally got to watch one of the new episodes of My Hero Academia. Like I said last week, Funimation been having troubles getting it dubbed because of the coronavirus. Which at first I was upset, but I didn't know that's the reason why. I thought they were just slacking, but now that I know that's the reason why, I totally understand, and I gave them a little more of a break. Like, hey, do what you can, get it when it, when you can. But I seen. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil the episode, but I'm gonna slightly talk about it. It's basically Midoriya is about to fight um, the YouTube guy. I forget his name. Uh, YouTube guy, and you kind of find out his powers. Let me just say this: I'm not gonna spoil it because you need to watch it and see how his powers work. But his powers are really cool. And it's a power you didn't think would be cool. And the way they allow him to use it or kind of invent the way he uses it is really, really amazing. And I was really surprised. I was like, oh, you got a really cool power. Um, I know a lot of people are far ahead because they're watching it sub. But if I, if I start watching an anime a certain way, I try to stay with that. That's just me. This is how I work, so it might take me a while to finish uh, this season, but that's just the way I'm going <laughs> to watch it, unfortunately. So, in other news, we got reports that, well, pretty much confirmed reports that J.J. Abrams is working J.J. Abrams, J.J. Abrams uh, production studio that has been a not acquired, but is on payroll for WP. He is working on three different shows for them, or developing three different shows. The first show is a spinoff of The Shining, which is very interesting. I'm very interested to see what they do with that. Um, I don't know if they're going to just pick up the show from the end of The Shining or do a couple years down the road. Um, I thought that was with um, Dr. Sleep was is the continuation of the story. So maybe they'll do stuff in between Dr. Sleep. I don't know. I don't know that world per se. So I could be 100% wrong. Um, But that's one of the shows they're working with. The other show they're doing is an original show. It's called uh, The Duster. I think it's called, I wrote it down, and now I can't find it, yes, The Duster, sorry if you hear the computer binging, um, it's an original idea J.J. Abrams is working on, um, I don't know much about it, 
I don't know about Japan. I think it's the title is cool. I think it's a cool title. I forgot if they said anything about it. They probably said something I didn't write down, so that's me. Uh, but that's cool that he's working on an original thing. Um, good to see some different ideas. That would be amazing. And the biggest show that he's working on is a Justice League Dark TV series for the HBO Max uh, app. I don't know if I said that. Yeah, all this is going to be on the HBO Max app. Uh, series streaming series that um, HBO is coming with, which is launching next month, I believe. Yeah, I believe it's launching next month. But yeah, a Justice League Dark series at HBO Max. That's gonna be super interesting. Um, they haven't said who they think. Sorry, they haven't said who the characters are gonna be. As you know, there's a lot of different characters in Justice League Dark. I think there's going to be six, maybe? Um, that's going to be really interesting. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to be vaguely honest. I don't know the Justice League Dark comic books that well. I did watch the Justice League Dark um, animated movie that came out like two or three years ago. It wasn't that bad. Had Batman in it. Had Constantine, Katana, not Katana. Um, what's her name? Um, I'm blanking on her name. Oh, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, I'll remember it later. But it also had the uh, guy that can turn into that demon. I think Darkman was in it as well. Is it Darkman? I think it's dark man yeah he was in it as well um yeah i think it's a good idea i think it's a real good idea be interesting how they go about it and being this series you can actually do a lot more character development get into characters and good stuff now the real question is is it gonna look like titans or is it gonna look like a cw show or is it gonna be like a hybrid of the two because that's what i think Stargirl looks like Stargirl looks like a hybrid of a CW and a DC Universe app show. So only time will tell. Um, right now it's still in development, so we're a ways away. Especially since nobody really can do anything but maybe write scripts or come up with ideas for scripts. So we have a ways to go before we get into that. But in other news, uh, Marvel's What If series they're doing animated series is actually still in production they're still working on that that's one project they can actually continue working on while at home so that's cool to see that that might still hit the ground running and it might get moved up um being that everything else that's kind of physical can't really be shot or worked on right now that being animated they can still work on that and that might get moved up earlier we might get to see that sooner than later just because they might be done with it by the time everybody can actually go back to work and do stuff. Um, in other news, LeVar Burton is basically going to join Picard Season 2 and reprise his role as... Oh, I blanked on what it is. <laughs> is it Jerry LaFord? Uh, I forget his name. I think it's LaFord. Yeah. 
Well, he's going to come back to Star Trek, and he's going to reprise his role. <coughs> Sorry. It's not. It's just a regular cough. I get so dry when I'm talking so much. Hold on, let me get some water. Yeah, like I said, he's joining the cast. I haven't been watching Picard. I'm hearing it's dealing with similar um, similar things like Westworld Season 3 is. About artificial intelligence and it being awakened and it kind of trying to be its own thing and take over. Basically, that's what I'm hearing uh, uh, Picard is about. I could be wrong, um, but let me know if you're a fan of Picard. Should I be watching it? I'm somewhat a Star Trek fan. I'm not going to lie to you. I've watched... Maybe a couple episodes of one of the Star Trek shows. I know some of the characters. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not a super big fan. But let me know if that's something I should be checking out to be getting into. Uh, in other news, we just talked about Westworld. Um, Westworld has been renewed for a season four. Um, I was a little worried because they say their numbers kind of dropped down on the season three. They weren't getting as many views. I mean, people watching, all that good stuff. So, I was worried that this might be their last season. Um, and I am, like, on episode three of Westworld. I think I'm, like, two or three behind. Uh, I just haven't had time to watch it. I've been kind of busy. Um, but I think I'm going to do, like, a either I might do a... I think I'm on season four, actually. I mean, episode four. I might do a like uh, one through four of season three review or just wait till the whole thing is done and do like a season four review or season three review, even though I haven't done anything about season one or two, which were really, season one was really good. Season two, hit or miss. Uh, but let me know what you guys think so far, season three. Um, yeah, I should try to, I'm going to try to catch up this weekend if I get time. Um, binge watch like three episodes. Uh, yeah. So that's all I have on small screen news. Uh, news is kind of light this week. I mean, nothing's going on. Everybody's at home, so it's <laughs> not a lot of stuff happening. Uh, yeah, like always, you can let me know if there was something that I didn't get to talk about that you wanted to hear my opinion on argue my thoughts on i'll definitely put it in the next podcast just drop me a line on instagram twitter at blackie cool or you can hit me up at blackie cool podcast at gmail and i'll definitely put that in the next podcast so now it's time for big screen news first up sony is planning to still shoot spider-man 3 this summer so they're still planning to start production on Spider-Man 3 this summer. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. I love them being enthusiastic about it and still trying to push forward. But realistically, um, I don't think stuff is going to start happening in June. Maybe closer to July. Um, but... Hopefully they're doing all they can do 
from a distance right now. You know, make sure the script is good. Make sure um, designs are good. Double check designs. See if they might want to go a different way in a certain design of something. Maybe punch up the strip script with jokes. Um, yeah, but I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> I honestly don't know if that's going to happen. Interesting, though, but I don't know if it's going to happen. And I'm still kind of interested in what Spider-Man 3 is going to be about. I don't think we have any set leaks or any um, script leaks to find out what's going on in it. Or maybe we do. Even if we did, I probably wouldn't read them because I like to kind of be surprised when I see the first trailer at least and then actually go see the movie. That's just my thoughts. In other news, we got some new images from um, Wonder Woman 84. So first images is is um, Kristen Stewart as Cheetah. She's walking around in this fur coat, uh, zebra skin fur coat. Uh, not much there. She just looks kind of weird. It looks like it's um, after she's starting to go through a change. And she seems like super more confident and stuff like that. Um, second picture, I believe, is... I forget his name. He plays the Mandalorian. He's playing uh, Pedro Pascal. I believe that's his name. He's all wrapped up, um, been wrapped up by Wonder Woman's uh, Lasso of Truth. Uh, not much there. I mean, we we knew she was gonna wrap somebody up with that lasso. Let's be honest, it's Wonder Woman. That's her thing. Uh, but. Kind of look cool to see it glowing. And then another image is of Wonder Woman holding her lasso and Kristen Stewart being grabbed by the lasso by the arm and them kind of doing a tug of war. Wonder Woman looks amazing in it. She looks great, awesome, cool. Kristen Stewart looks kind of weird. <laughs> the way she's posing looks very weird. Um, it looks unnatural. <laughs> It just looks weird. But I guess they're putting these out just to keep Wonder Woman on our minds. Let us know, like, hey, she's coming. Be ready. So, there also was some kind of... Because it did a cover shoot for some magazine. And in the magazine, Patty Jenkins talked about this Wonder Woman movie. And there was... A lot of examples how this one might be a little different from the other Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman solo movie, and more than just in tone, I mean more than just in time, like that one's in uh, World War One. this one is in the 80s, but also with like the tone and the way the world is perceived, I think. And it might not be for a good thing. Um, if you didn't know, a lot of the people that worked on the first movie are not working on the second one. Which is a bad sign in itself. Sometimes it could be good, but I think in this case, with a property like this where you, you're riding such a fine line with everything, uh, you should get the team that did it very well the first time like wonder woman number one 
or the first Wonder Woman movie is really good. It is so good. Um, it is like one of the best things DC has done in like the last five to six years, honestly, live action wise. Uh, Shazam is also a really good movie, but it just didn't do very well in the box office. Aquaman is entertaining at times. Uh, I can't say it's a great movie, but it's entertaining. And it did make a billion dollars, so I give it that, but to be honest. And another movie, Joker, which we're going to talk about later on. Well, I'll just save that for later on. Because <laughs> I'm going to get some people upset with me. But yeah, the images look good. But at this point, I'm just like, oh, I want to see this movie now. Because it's been so long. It's been delayed so many times now. First, they got, they delayed for their own reasons. Then they got delayed because of the coronavirus. Then they got delayed again. Um, I think they might get pushed back even. Because I know the... It's supposed to come out in August, I believe. I think that's going to get pushed back again. Uh, honestly, I think it's going to happen. But only time will tell. Uh, in other news, speaking of movies getting pushed back, Shazam 2 has gotten pushed back. So its new release date is November 4th, 2022, which is so far back. Oh, wow. That's so far back. So we won't be able to get a Shazam 2 until then. But the good news is we're getting Shazam Shazam. Uh Shazam 2. I know they said that this is not the movie um um I forget Black Adam is gonna be in. He's not gonna be in this one either. Or maybe he is. I think I think his movie was supposed to come out before Shazam 2. So maybe he was supposed to be in Shazam 2. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But unfortunately, Shazam 2 is getting pushed back. So we're going to have to wait on that. Um, in other news, there's a set image from Jurassic World 3. I forgot what the title of that one was. It's a title for I forgot. But we're going to just call it Jurassic World 3 right now. So the photo is shows like snow so i think this would be the first time if i if i'm not mistaken we'll see dinosaurs in the snow i don't think we've seen that in any of the jurassic world movies or jurassic park movies so that's a very interesting new take on it um or i could be wrong and it's not interesting at all but i can't remember seeing dinosaurs in snow in that franchise. So this, I think this might be the first time. Um, but if it is true, that'd be very interesting. Um, they're also letting us know like, Hey, we still out here and we still got dinosaurs and we still made a billion dollars. I think they did it twice. I think both Jurassic world movies made a billion dollars. I could be wrong though. I know one definitely made a billion dollars. I think the second one did, but the second one was not as good as the first one. Yeah, it was not as good as the first one. Even the first one was a little weird. Uh, second one was even weirder. Very weird. Um, just my thoughts. Um, in other news, um, some theaters are actually talking about opening up next week. Um, 
let's be honest, this is not a good idea. Uh, I know they're just talking about it. Will they actually do it? And then if they do it, will people? So it's not even so much will people go because people right now really want to get out the house. So they might just go just to get out the house, which is not a good idea. But um, I don't even know why I put this on my notes. Just because it's it's movie theaters and we we watch movies all the time. <laughs> But yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. I think we should just shut that down. But that's my two cents on that. In other news, uh, The Flash, sorry, I had a brain fart. The Flash actually got pushed up. Um, it was supposed to come out July 3rd, 2022. Now it's coming out June 3rd, 2022. I don't know if they're still using Ezra Miller as of right now. There hasn't been any reports saying he's out. If you don't recall from the last podcast, Ezra Miller had some incident with a fan where he ended up choking this woman. And they got video of it. Not a good look. Um, so, I suspected that they would drop something in the next week. Be like, hey... Just so you know, you guys, we have decided to part ways, mutual part ways with Ezra Miller. He would not be the Flash anymore, so we're looking for a new Flash. But as of right now, Warner Brothers is still having him as Flash, which, oh, if you don't know why it's not the best idea, just go watch Justice League and you can watch him running. The man cannot run. He cannot run. And being Flash, biggest thing about Flash is him being a speedster and running. That should have been like day one thing. Like, hey, all right, we're thinking about making you Flash. Let us see you run. <laughs> and the moment he ran, you saw him be like, well, thanks for coming in. I think we're going to go in a different direction. But um, as of right now, he's still Flash and his movie got moved up. So, they still plan on making a Flash. The Flash movie has um, been delayed multiple times. Has gone through, I think, two to maybe three different directors at this point. There's been a lot of uh, uh, directors and studio can't come to terms and creative differences basically saying directors wanted to do something the studio didn't want to do and director was like well I'm not going to do that so you let me go or let me do what I want the studio was like alright we'll let you go because um, we make all the money but uh, yeah um, for some reason they feel I don't know if this is just a, like a hey don't worry we have confidence in this because we're moving it a month ahead to try to make us at ease, but this doesn't seem like a good sign, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It doesn't seem like a good sign, but only time will tell what happens with this Flash movie. In other news, One Punch Man, if you don't know One Punch Man, One Punch Man is an anime that came out, I want to say, 2013? 2014, maybe even earlier, maybe, let's say 20, let's say, safely say 2015, uh, it burst on the scene, and it, it is very good, 
One Punch Man season one is amazing. It's amazing. Like one of the best new animes out there. Great anime. You got a season two. Season two, not as strong as season one. I'll be the first one to tell you. Not as strong as season one, but still pretty good. Still pretty good. Well, for One Punch Man anime fans, are sorry for you that are fans this is happening. One Punch Man is getting a live adaptation by Hollywood. Yes, One Punch Man is getting a live adaptation by Hollywood. So this is a good and a bad thing. The good. One Punch Man is at a status where Hollywood feels it's financially viable. That is a great thing for One Punch Man. Unfortunately, that means they're going to try to suck all the money out of it. <laughs> and do a terrible live action remake of it. Which, uh, I mean, they could do a good one. But what's the chances of that? Hollywood doesn't do good adaptations. <laughs> Especially for animes. Oh, um... But I am excited because I like One Punch Man and I would like to see One Punch Man and a live action show. I think that would be good. Well, One Punch Man movie. It's a movie. And it's happening at Sony, which I don't know if they have a good track record for adaptations. Um, oh, I'm very worried about it. I'm excited but worried. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm excited. Let me know how you feel. Do you feel they should do this? I know there's a couple other animes they're working on, like uh, One One Piece is working on a live action ad- adaptation. I think Attack on Titan is working on a live action adaptation. How do you guys feel about this? Let me know. Hit me up, Blacky Cool on Instagram, Blacky Cool on Twitter, and of course, Blacky Cool Podcast at Gmail. Let me know how you guys feel about the One Punch Man live action adaptation by Hollywood. Are you excited? Are you not excited? Do you think they should do it? How do you feel, guys? And um, next piece of news, Scoob, the Scooby-Doo animated movie that is coming out, that was coming out to theaters, is now going to video on demand. Yes, the studio has decided what the success of the Troll World Tour movie, which I didn't even see how they did this year. I, I mean, this week. Let me try to check uh, check on my phone right quick. But Scoob is coming out on video on demand. Which is very interesting. Um, I don't know if they are like, we have... Ooh, if we... Uh, hold on, let me read this right quick. <laughs> So, unfortunately, I can't find, like, actual numbers of what they've made so far. I know in the first three days, they made $90 million, uh in the box office. And with the video on demand, studios actually get a bigger chunk of that money. They get, like, 80% instead of the regular 50% when they release in theaters. So, um... I guess the studio who is doing the school movie feels they can make a good chunk of their money back by doing video on demand, seeing how 
successful trolls was or believe is because i'm not 100 percent sure on their numbers but yeah scoob is coming to video on demand may 15th so if you're a scooby-doo fan uh be ready may 15th and you get to watch that at your home very interesting i don't know if i'm gonna watch it Mm, maybe i'll check it out i don't know i have to think about it because i still haven't seen world tour my kids are excited to see that but We've actually been watching all other stuff. I actually watch it onward um, on Disney. Uh, let me know if you want me to do a review on that. If you want me to do like a full review on my YouTube channel. If not, I'll do a quick review on uh, my next podcast. Let me know. Hit me up. Black Geek, Black Geek Cool Instagram. Black Geek Cool on Twitter. And Black Geek Cool Podcast at Gmail. Um, in other news, Lita, other news, sorry, I said that twice because I had to pause. I had to get some water. Um, Venom 2 is getting a new release date. Yeah, like I said, Venom 2 has gotten a new release date. The new release date is June 25th, 2021. Yes, they moved away from this year completely. Um, they were, they get, they did get moved back to October. Um, but now they're like, nope, we're going to move even further back. Give ourselves even more time to June 25th, 2021. But they also release the title for Venom 2. It's not just going to be Venom 2. It's going to be Venom. Let there be carnage. Uh, clearly letting us know Carnage is in the movie. If we didn't know already, we already seen the still footage of Woody Harrelson playing Carnage. We already knew that, but they just wanted to throw it in there a little more to let you know, yes, Carnage is in this movie with the title. I think it was a little overkill, but hey, they got to let us know. So we have to wait a while for that too. Um... For those of the fans of the first Venom movie, sorry you have to wait. For those who are not a fan of the first Venom movie, which is myself, I thought it was okay. Too dark. Could have been better. I'm not too sorry that I have to wait. So, I mean, I'm going to see it because it's Venom. I love Venom. I'm a big Spider-Man fan, so I love everything Spider-Man. And Venom is 100% Spider-Man. Uh, but I'm okay with waiting for it. Maybe this will give them time to do some extra stuff. Make it pump up the script or something, do some more shoots when they can, and make it better. Make it better than the first one. All I want you to do is make it better than the first one. Don't make it so dark. Let me be able to see Venom fully, especially when he's fighting. I want to see him fighting. We have good technology now. Come on. We can do that. Um, That's my two cents. And the last bit of news I have, the Batman has also gotten a new release date. Um... Now the Batman is coming out October October 1st, 2021. And people are saying that it being in that date hints at it being the story, the um, Batman Halloween story. I don't know that story, but I think the story has to deal with Calendar Man and like Batman's Rogue Gallery all coming out at once during Halloween. And if that's it, that sounds really cool. But then again, a movie is hard to do when you have so many different 
villains. It could get overwhelming, which would suck. But I'm very interested to see what they do with this Batman. From the throwback car to it being like his first year or two as Batman. Um, him still trying to get on his feet as Batman. It being more of a detective noir story. I kind of like that. Showing a different side of Batman right now. That would be very interesting. Um, yeah. So that's all the news I have for big screen news. As always, if I miss something and you wanted me to talk about, want to get my opinion on, my thoughts on, please email me at Podcast on Instagram. I mean, Podcast at Gmail. Or hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at BlackieCool. And I would definitely put it in the next podcast. Um, yeah, I'll definitely put it in the next podcast. Alright guys, you know what time it is. It's time for movies that I did a trailer, a live trailer. Hold on, I messed up. <laughs> I'm not digging into the take. It's time for movies. I did a live reaction trailer to the trailer, but didn't ever get around to doing a review for the movie. Review. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I, I said I was gonna record that. So I could have it down the right way and I just play it or put it in. I'm not going to record it because it's fun trying to see if I can say it and remember what it's supposed to be every time. But this week we're reviewing Joker. Yes, Joker. Quick premise. Joker is... Oh, I forgot his name. Oh, it is... Um, I got to look it up right quick. I know. This is terrible. Once again, I saw the movie a while ago. Um, it was one of the biggest movies of the Arthur Fleck. There we go. Uh, Joker is about Arthur Fleck, um, dealing with being in Gotham, dealing with his mental issues, his, um, ailing mother, his lack of money trying to survive in Gotham, um, 100% um well first off let's just this is going to be a spoiler review um if you haven't seen Joker people saw it cuz it made a billion dollars it it's very successful in the movie theaters it did very well it it actually won an oscar well did it win? no um what's his name Um, Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar for Joker. Um, it was directed by Todd Phillips, a guy that did the Hangover movies. And it was... A lot of people say it's one of the best DC movies ever made. It's one of the best Joker movies. It's a masterpiece. All this good stuff. I'm going to be 100% with you. I did not like it. <laughs> I did not like the Joker movie. And I did not like it. I did not like it. So let's get into it a little bit. Um, I'll, I'm going to try to say some positive stuff about this Joker movie. And there is a lot of good positives about it. It looks amazing. Hold on. I got to go see what's wrong with my dog. Two seconds. Okay. Like I was saying... Um, I thought it looked beautiful. Uh, cinematography was amazing. 
Gotham looked amazing, looked dirty, looked gritty. Um, that was very well done. It looked like it was from that time period, like the 70s. Uh, that looked amazing. Um, some of the downsides. It didn't... For me, it didn't feel like Joker. Joker isn't an reactional character. He doesn't do something because of how... Um, society treated him. He was never that kind of character. Joker wanted chaos just because he wanted chaos. He wasn't this downtrodden guy that got tired of being picked on and got tired of being pushed down and decided to fight back. That was never Joker. That was never who he was. He was a ball of chaos, corruption, danger un very much un um defined really at most times unpredictable uh arthur fleck is basically a product of his environment his mother was mentally ill uh had a very abusive boyfriend end up hurting Arthur when he was a young man, gave him a brain injury, which also got magnified from his mental illness, as he has. And he also feels downtrodden by society that he was forgotten, left, um, pushed away, uh, not been trying to help. And wanted to show society that he mattered. So all his actions are equal to that. Like none of his actions of what he does is because he just wants to see the world burn. All of his reactionary. Um that's not Joker. I will give you credit the performance Joaquin Phoenix does is amazing. It's amazing performance of watching a man losing grip with his uh, mental state and also falling deep into this dark hole of society as he's been pushed down by society. That was amazing. That was beautiful to watch, but to have it come to that um, saying that it's Joker, it felt false. So it was hard to ever really get into that because at no point did I go, this is Joker's story. Um, one of the other bad things is nobody else does anything in this film. This whole film stands alone on Joaquin's performance. He's really the only person that really does anything in this movie. Um, other people are in the movie, but they're just there. The biggest other performance in this is Robin De Niro's performance as the uh, nighttime host or TV host. I forget his name. Um, 
but even his performance is not that grand. It's 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 all that his even his performance is only there to serve Joaquin's performance. Um, like the movie does work. Being Joaquin Formas is so impactful and so good, but if you take that performance out of it, the movie is nothing. Like, you waste all these other people, all these other great actors for no reason, and it's it's just, it's disappointing. Um, it does try to paint a picture of the uh, the haves and have not uh, rich people looking down on poor people and poor people rising up and destroying rich people because of it but that's a that's a story has been told and been told way better um it's just and then it's a real it's it's also another story of uh, white men feeling they're being pushed out and it's it's like no <laughs> no you're just being on an equal playing field of everybody else to be honest you've always been pushed ahead of everybody and you're slowly very slowly becoming on an equal playing field on everybody else so calm that down um I'm sorry, I, that some people are going to hate that criticism, but that's just how I felt from my eyes of seeing this movie. Uh, it's just... It's just... And it, it feels like it is Taxi Driver and the movie The Comedian, both, both of which uh, Robin De Niro is in. He's in both of those movies. It feels like a combination of those two movies. And there's another movie. Um, I forget the name of the movie. I think it's Fallen something. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Fallen. Uh, falling down. Falling down. Uh, it's a movie about this guy going to get. Uh, I think he gets fired that day. And he goes to uh, um, with Michael Douglas. He goes to a restaurant to get breakfast. And they stop selling breakfast. And he goes on this unnecessary rampage throughout the city. Over something so small. Like it wasn't enough for you to damage all these other people's lives. And all this other stuff. It feels like it's a combination of those three movies. With the Batman theme, once again, a Batman theme wrapped around it to sell it. Um, if this wasn't marketed as a Joker movie, I don't think this movie would have sold like it did. Or would have got made and definitely would have made a billion dollars. Um, I know people are going to hate this review. <laughs> You'll be so upset. But the fact that it's far from the movie, it shouldn't hurt it that much. Um, also, I don't like the way they treat Thomas Wayne in this. They make him seem like an asshole. And if you really look at it from his perspective, 
This is a man that cornered him in the bathroom. And his whole thing is that he believes he is Thomas Wayne's son. And that Thomas Wayne wasn't helping him and his mom. And then to come find out, he told him, like, I let your mom go because she was mentally ill and had issues and had this whole love affair about me and her. And all that was built up in her mind. Had nothing to do with me. Had 100% to do with her. And this dude came at him with that. And then later on, this dude was putting his hand in this man's this man's son's mouth, doing weird stuff. But they really made Thomas Wayne come off as an a-hole in this, which is uncharacteristic of Thomas Wayne. I'm not saying he's an angel, but clearly he did a lot for the city, trying to do a lot for the city. And they really painted him from him running for mayor, painted him in like the terrible light. And they still also did the Batman death, uh, parents death connected that in there which they didn't need to do like I don't think that was deserved um there was something else I wanted to say uh that come to me in a second I just and then like the fact that he is kind of glorified in all of this like in the end he doesn't just die or really go to jail he seems to get away Yes, there's another ending. There's an ending where it seems like it could have been a dream and all in his mind. That's one theory. But also the theory that he's escaped the psych ward. He did eventually get caught. But it seems like he escaped the psych ward and killed more innocent people that were just being who they were. Trying to do the best they can. And other people say this trying to sign shines a light on mental illness and how we deal with it. Once again, other movies do that way better than this has done this. So don't give this movie that kind of credit. I'm sorry. Uh, there, it's just it seems like a lot of stuff that happens in this movie and the tempos people put up for it are all coincidence. This is, doesn't seem planned out. This is just all coincidence and everything kind of fine fell in line for it and they just ran with it i'm sorry there's so many other movies about mental illness and how we treat mentally ill people in society and they do a better job of talking about that and bringing that up and making people question how that's done than this movie could ever do in my opinion um yeah but like i said the best thing about this movie is Joaquin's performance. I 100% agree. He does an amazing job of his descent into madness, his little cues. The laughing thing is is really cool. And the fact that I think, I believe that is an actual um, um, clinical thing that you can have where you can't control nervous laughter. I think that is an honest thing. Um, But yeah, it's just, for me, this movie was like a three out of 10, maybe a four out of 10, just because his performance is so good, but it is wrapped in so much other bull that is not good for it to not to be a complete movie. Um, 
yeah, so that's my review of Joker. Let me know how you guys feel. Uh, what do you think of my review? I know there's only so many people upset with that, but let me know how you feel. Uh, <laughs> there could be so many people upset with that, but that is the podcast for this week. I uh, appreciate you guys listening. Just a reminder, you can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, iTunes, or anywhere you get your podcast from. You can also listen to the podcast on the Black Eat Cool uh, YouTube channel. If you could, go ahead and hit the like button. Go ahead and rate the podcast five stars. Um, also, you know, give a review to the podcast. That also helps me get... Uh, more people to listen to the podcast gets me in front of more people helps me with the algorithm and all that good stuff if you would like to support Black Eat Cool you can go check out the Black Eat Cool Patreon, become a patron, look at the rewards see if there's something you like and throw some money our way that'd be greatly appreciated you also can get a t-shirt go to uh, Teespring's Black Eat Cool buy yourself a t-shirt support us there uh, if you get a t-shirt, uh, go ahead and post it on Instagram, whatever, and put the hashtag, uh, BGC. That would be really cool if you could do that. That'd be awesome. Uh, you also can just support the podcast by sharing, sharing it on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. That is a great way to support the podcast. Um, Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys. I mean, thank you guys for listening. You're not watching this. Oh, you could be watching it on YouTube. But thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it so much. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast.